You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. This movie review also comes for subscribers at Time Lord level or above an uncut, unedited, longer video version of the review. Become a subscriber and check it out. in the building and what a great show it was this this great show starring steve martin and martin short and even the sweet beloved selena gomez now uh that sorry that was my half-assed uh jiminy glick uh impersonation and i this is right by the way with screener squad discussing only murders in the building starring uh steve martin martin short and selena gomez and a cast of a lot of great character actors. Amy Ryan is in this. Yeah. Aaron Dominguez. Jeez, uh, there's a ton of different people in here. But um, this is a great show that like, I honestly felt like it kind of came out of nowhere that I didn't really know about until the first trailer. And it's about a, a lonely uh, trio of people living in this very like hoity-toity uh, Manhattan uh, apartment complex that uh, are all lonely people that love tr- true crime podcasts, but they don't know each other just yet until an actual crime takes place in the building. And what is it? It's, it's a murder. Um, <laughs> but uh, I watched this uh, kind of just great cast of characters, uh, like really just, you know, bouncing off each other. And I have a great group of uh, characters with me today. I have Frank. Uh, hey, right. I got to say, I was all about that impression because I've been, work has been hellish lately. And so to unwind, I've been watching Jimmy Glick interviews every once in a while to get my, uh, I, and we have Spider Mike. Howdy, howdy. And I will not upset Mel Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> What's your beef with the Nazis? And Neil. Hello. I, I think it'd been better if you'd done an Ed Grimley intro. I must say. Uh, so only murders in the building. Really, again, it starts off like the first like 15 minutes. You kind of get to know these characters. They don't know exactly what's going on. A, a crime has taken place in their apartment complex, but very soon afterwards they hear it's an actual murder. But then you start to understand some of their backgrounds. Selena Gomez plays Mabel, who might actually have a really deep connection with the person that was murdered. Then we have Martin Short playing Oliver Putnam, who plays a very, very, very failed uh, Broadway director who I wish I know this guy or knew this guy in like real life because he's the type of shyster that I just kind of love who's just trying to pedal like splash to basically uh you know uh springtime for Hitler sort of yeah. like musicals and plays I'm just Spider-Man like, oh. Trump the dark. I didn't get shyster but it was like <laughs> his ideas are bigger than his checkbook or he just they're super he ambitious he can't do them but I didn't yeah. see it as like right I can I could rip people off and I would watch splash too and then Steve Martin plays Charles Hayden Savage uh, a an old uh, TV actor who played Brazos. Uh, was it uh, Bra- Brazos mm-hmm. uh, base 
Yeah, it wasn't Kojak. Yeah, Magnum PI. Or not Magnum PI, but yeah. So the whole show is really about, uh, you know, becoming connected with someone else and and understanding that you are lonely, but to open yourself up and and reach out to someone else, to have that kind of connection, even though there's a whole murder mystery at the same time. Like Steve Martin having a like a newfound love interest maybe with a certain Amy Ryan who is very adorable in basically everything that she does. Sam's uh, gone by be gone. And, uh, and then we also have... <laughs> Uh, Nathan Lane, who, again, I love to death. Uh, Nathan oh, plays yes. uh, a big-time uh, Greek food restaurant that also like produces the, uh, the podcast. Tina Fey's in here. It's just like a whole murderer's row of character actors and people that I love. But was the story itself up to snuff? Frank, what do you think about Only Murders in the Building? I think the story was up to snuff. I think one of the most uh, enjoyable things about this was that it... it, it it had a really like skilled hand at taking turns between the mystery and the relationships. I mean, I, you know, we got clues in every single episode. We got the requisite number of twists in every single episode, but at the same time, there was such great banter and such great, you know, dynamics and interplay between all these characters. And it's, it wasn't a case of, um, you know, focusing so much on what they're doing. We got to know them as well. And, you know, this, this trifecta, this odd trio that, I would not have paired together. Uh, Selena Gomez thought, oh, okay, well, she's going to be, and I guess I'll, I'll you know, she, uh, I guess that's whatever. Yeah, being drastically younger than Steve Martin and Martin Short, who've been a duo together for decades at this point now. For decades. And they worked so harmoniously together. It was such, um, it was so refreshing. Whatever chemistry they conjured up should be bottled. Spider Mike? Yeah, I, I, I agree with Frank, because the thing is, when I, when I first heard about the show, I was like, well, Steve Martin and Martin, or yeah, Steve Martin and Martin Short. I feel like I'm just going to say something wrong, even though that's exactly <laughs> how you could say it, the Steve Martin Shorts. But uh, yeah, they um, <laughs> you, like when I was ex when I found out about it, I was really worried because you know, as much as I love those guys, the I was worried that it would be kind of too silly, kind of mm -hmm. thing. And and then the thing with Selena Gomez, like Frank was saying, is like, well, how's this going to work with it? Because I know she's been acting for a very very long time. She was mm. a very she was a Disney actress for many many years um she's been a pretty solid actress for the most part but i never felt like i had really seen her that much after the disney stuff and yeah they she fits right in with these three these two and what i loved what i was so impressed by was that the mystery was legit was legitimately intriguing yeah and you, it was mm. never it never felt like it was a silly like three amigos type thing going on like everything was taken extremely seriously there's so many twists and turns right away and i was just constantly just like i was enthralled by it every week week after week i was like i have to watch the next one every single goddamn time yeah what, neil what what did you what i'm did you gonna echo it? what they said it, it was steve martin and martin short that drew me in i was i had no uh thoughts on selena gomez really hadn't seen her and stuff um and the, the trailer really gives you no clue of the depth or the originality of storytelling mm -hmm. they will do. There are episodes that <laughs> kind of have themes or how they do. Like The Boy in 6B was an amazing episode for storytelling uh, and gave us a lot of meat so going great. backwards, yeah. but not a ton going forward, but was still worth it. It was not filler. Um, and I was... I'm, I can give I can give or take Martin Short. I like some of his stuff. I find some of his stuff annoying, but it was it was Steve Martin. But really, for me, it, Nathan fucking Lang killed it in this 
because they didn't go. Oh, he yeah. usually plays, you know, a character that owns the room, larger than life, loud. This character is subdued and menacing and smart and intelligent and never raises their voice and has so much depth at, that he's the one that kind of like really blew me away in this because they gave him a really good role that didn't fall on. Oh, this, this is the type of character Nathan Lane plays. No, this is not the type of, but yeah, how right. the murder plays yeah. out, the red herrings, the false leads, the, the famous suspect we get in one episode, which is ridiculous, but well done. Oh, yeah. Everything <laughs> about it. Just, I, I think it's a love letter and a satire of the true crime podcast as well. Um, I oh, thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I think a, a lot of this, a lot of this has, I think, to do with John Hoffman and Steve Martin, who uh, created mm-hmm. uh, co-created the the show together. And this definitely feels like one of Steve Martin's books. By the way, he's a novelist, and oh yeah, it, yeah, it's it's interesting how the show plays out because I must admit the when we get into like the third to fifth episode or so, I felt a little bit of a lull. Like I thought we were kind of spinning our wheels a little bit. Like the we're not going to name who the the guest uh, uh, suspect is, but I thought that, like that episode was just kind of like, what, what are we doing here? Like, is this just going to be a we're just like spinning our wheels? But then I started to understand more and more about what each of these episodes were actually trying to focus on, and it it is about the mystery and the murder, but it's really about these three people and then also the people that they know and are trying to connect with and like you know how open are they like there's a great cast of people who are and by the way the uh, the three main characters they also end up creating their own podcast about the only murders in the building and so that's what the the show is uh, named after but they also have their own fans that are just like trying to figure it out with them and like, there's a lot of great things that they they do with like the world building and the character uh, building that they do with every individual. I think they they really won me over to like the the boy in six B. That episode is back to back. I think fucking brilliant. And like the way that they tell that story. Do you know, what? I I don't I in our Slack channels whenever I'm on the review, we you know we get put in a channel with all our fellow reviewers and blah 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 blah. I don't say anything. I try not to say anything about any impressions or I don't want to, I don't want to read people's impressions of what they, if they've already seen what we're going to, I want to go in there with a clean slate and I don't want to give anybody an impression of my own. That after that episode, I was like, I was like, I just can't believe this. This was just, this was so great. And it was so every moment of every beat was so organic and yeah. so natural. And it, and it, it, the flow of it was just, was, was beautiful. It was so breathtaking. And that incidentally has Nathan Lane's best line, which he does not even say, which is, is this a new thing with your generation? When he sees his son on the floor after having broken in, I just like, ah, oh, oh, yeah. I can just picture Nathan saying that, but no, that was a, that was a great episode. Ah, oh, they're all, they're, they're all great. There's so many moments in every episode that I'm just like, I, I, did, I took everything in my power not to just go into Slack and be like, oh my God, like constantly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Constantly. And um, in fact, if you watch, if anybody watches the first episode and they let the credits roll, there's a, um, there's a preview of what happens in the season at the end of the first episode that really, really hooked me because I didn't even know it was there. Like I was just letting it like play as I was about to like, I was cleaning up because I just ate something and then it played that and I was just like, I'm so stupid excited by everything I saw in that little just like clip and everything ha- everything that happened like it's I'm tempted to go back and watch that montage just to be like okay that's when this happened that's when this happened that kind of thing cuz this show my god like I 
I constantly wanted to just post on Facebook and be like, "Here's here's this thing that happened with this episode." I was just, I can't. But didn't can't, you find my just like do it? Yeah, and that here's a, a so a couple of things to talk about that is that I I think that we we'd all agree that uh, it it started to pick up momentum just like in the in the cultural zeitgeist, like people started to really understand like what was going on, and I think it really did take a few episodes to kind of kick in, and uh the the now the fact that now it's renewed for a second season, which are kind of like. Do they wrap up the mystery? It was like, yes, but well, they didn't even announce that till the finale dropped. <laughs> I think they knew. Yeah, it didn't break till oh, yesterday really? to Which kind of wise. like because this show does so really much good. different. We start the show on a flashback, so this there's a scene in our head. Yeah, we're not getting to it. We're not getting to it. We're not getting to it, and you even forget it's there a couple of episodes. But as we're getting to the end of the season, I'm like, okay, when are we going to get to mm-hmm. that? And the payoff was so good, and I think they held on to the renewal till they dropped the finale. I, that felt uh, intentional, but smart yeah. as hell. Well, let's let's go into th- final thoughts. So, Frank, why did you lead the way? Thank you, Jiminy. It's a pleasure to be here today. By the way, you're 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 Thank a charming you. host. Now, who are you with again? <laughs> I love it. Mike, go watch some of those videos tomorrow. Like they are they're I all there. <laughs> they're all there. Uh <laughs> this this was great. I, I I I've said this before. I wish this had this had come out in the January, February uh time of year, only because A, Emmy voters would have it would have been fresher in Emmy, Emmy voters' minds. And this is just the kind of thing I like to sink my teeth into during like the the you know, the dull days of winter. But I'm happy to have it regardless. This was it was brilliant. It was smart. It doesn't once talk down to, to its audience. It offers you a couple of mysteries wrapped up in one and it gives you characters that man, you really get to know and you get to know them in 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 surprising ways. Uh the comedy is potent, the mysteries are involving. The world is really great. One of the things I really love was this world of this antique not antique, but this old school uh, apartment building that's very very new york and juxtaposed with all these little modern touches i love the way that 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 they were able to um you know coexist together that, w- that was that was so great the opening credit sequence was amazing gosh like i love that little that that the that woman w- yeah walking her little dog like I, I, like I live for her i li- that's bunny okay guys i live for that appear for her appearance like e- in every opening credits so it's like yeah i dug that um, I think the only th- the only time I really my least favorite episode I had, to, I had to pick one was the one where we go um to I guess New Jersey or wherever where, wherever we go to only because we have to leave that world that's yeah. so rich in in characters and in atmosphere. Um, I just wanted to go back, but this is a smart show. It's entertaining. It's embraceable. Um, yeah, I gotta give this. Because I am going to be missing this on Tuesday nights. I got to give this uh, 10 out of 10. Uh, you know what? Uh, my favorite Spice Girl was voted off Dancing with the Stars on Monday night. So I got to give a shout out to Melanie C. Um, because that was wrong. But at least I get to stop watching Dancing with the Stars. So, hey, win-win. <laughs> that, poor, that poor Spice Girl. She'll get her yeah, way yeah, someday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spider Mike. Yeah, uh, I forgot to talk about how great the theme song in the show was because mm. it's so fucking catchy. 
And every time it plays in the show, you just get this nice, warm, fuzzy feeling. And I constantly it was just I never would like I constantly would watch the theme like I was, yes. I would I would I want to make it my ringtone to be honest because it's so goddamn catchy <laughs> and it's so simple too. It's just a simple set of notes. It's never overly complicated, but every time it plays, you just well, you and they feel work it. it in parts of the show. It's some of the b- background. They just change which instruments yeah. are playing. Not quite Peter DeWolf level, but close-ish. Absolutely, and it's just the show is it's so simple with its soundtrack. Like you're constantly just in awe of how simple the show is, but how incredibly rich in character moments and this mystery and the the lighting is just every everything in the show is fucking perfection. Everything. There's not a single thing I could point at and then I was like, that sucked. I'm like, no, every single I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch this whole thing back to back later because I'm just I'm curious as to how it would be like knowing how everything plays out. Because I was on the edge of my goddamn seat, like constantly, like every time an episode ended, I'm like, "No, go back. I just, I need more. Just give me like five <laughs> minutes, like just a little bit. Come on, guys, don't leave me. It's thirty minutes already. And Come on. Yeah, exactly. And I was just <laughs> so fucking just. Oh, I wanted more and more, and just I can't rec- I can't recommend this enough. If if you even have the smallest liking of any of these three actors, watch this fucking show. If you like mysteries in general, watch this fucking show. If you like. If you like hummus, kind of comedies, watch, watch the show. show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I am wholeheartedly going to give this 10 out of 10 cats people like better. Wow. Uh, <laughs> all right. 10 out of 10 so far. Neil, I was excited going in. It paid it off. I, I love the chemistry between these three. They don't hammer home the or they don't abuse the generational gap. But they don't ignore it either. It comes up from time to time, and it feels yeah. realistic. These characters felt realistic. Even so, where I can find Martin Short annoying, I found his character annoying at times. But it how it's how the character was. That was part of the character. Of right. if he, you get the idea he was somewhat successful on Broadway, but not enough and not recently. So he would be that producer, the Fosse that would be out there and kind of an asshole at times, but that's how shit gets done. So I love the chemistry. I The show does have a couple little tiny pinprick holes in it, I think, of two characters that are a little underdeveloped when, and it, it only sticks out to me because all the others, um, Oscar and the the cop, they kind of build a relationship are, I think, could have used a little bit more. I can't yeah. go into more on Oscar because it's spoiler yeah. territory. But the cop, we, what you have to, yes, because she's at the very end with an, an important yeah, line. Yeah. So it's potential she's set up to be a yeah. bigger piece of two. But we don't know that when we're watching it. And they give her most of an right. episode. And then she's just gone till the very end. So... I, yeah, I'm going to recommend this to anybody. I have coworkers that were already like jonesing to talk about it night of, day, next day, all that. Um, I'm going to give it nine and a half out of ten. Yeah, you can tie digest anything. It'll work. I, I will echo everyone. And I, uh, I, 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 I did really enjoy it as, as much as everyone did. I think there are a couple of uh, like lull episodes here and there that I kind of just like, you know, uh, kind of forget it kind of thing and like it didn't really matter too much to me i don't think it built the the characters that they were so already so rich to begin with 
And I, I almost felt like it was filler episodes, kind of the same way, like how Ted Lasso season two had like the Christmas episode and the Co- Coach Beard episode. We're like, well, what do we? I mean, fun, I guess, but like, what is this really? What are we really doing here? Um, but it's extremely engaging. It's I think it's really funny and also very deep. I I I feel like I haven't really seen Martin Short like act that much in the past. Meaning that I love him insanely because I think he's hysterical but there's a few things like well have I really seen him like act act like actually be a character before but like someone who's real and has like like not like not animated or anything not not animated now granted he's animated here but that's the point of the character like what Neil's talking about that he can he is annoying because that's what his character like Jiminy Glick and Ed Grimley are caricatures he's not a caricature yeah this is a character I agree with you right and but it's so brilliant is that as soon as, as soon as you see him in in his purple coat and his scarf, right. you know so much about that character like right. already, and it's just such a brilliant touch. But I, I love that part when he always gets hit by that car and he's like, "Do you see this coat?" Right, right. <laughs> Immediately, it tells you everything you need to know about his character. Yeah. But I loved uh, Selena Gomez. I thought she was a great addition to the, like this duo, and I hope they go on tour together, sing songs, make music, and do everything together moving forward until. The, the darkest day in American history when Steve Martin and Martin Short die. But oh. uh, I I really did like this show quite a bit. It, it brought me back in, um, I think, episode five or six or so. I was still pretty engaged, but, like, it really hooked me. And I was like, now I want, not only do I want to know more about these characters, but I really do want to know who killed someone. Uh, and so, <laughs> um, anyway, I'm going to give this... Uh, Nine out of ten um, omelets that were not eaten, which I'm like, come on! I know I'm lonely every now and then, but you gotta eat an omelet every now and then. Come on now! I'm actually having one he for dinner have, like, tonight. Given it to somebody, <laughs> like he would cook it every now and then. I'm like, just give it to like the doorman or something. Yeah. Like nobody went with the fucking wasting food. Nobody went gut with the goat's milk. milk or that protein milk, milk or whatever the hell that kind of milk. Gut milk. Yeah, gut milk does a body good. <laughs> 